Hello, everyone. Welcome to Toothache, where we welcome you to take a seat as we discuss the big wide world of troubled adolescence and existential thoughts that run through our minds daily. We're your hosts, Rachel and Renee. <laughs> yeah. So, Renee, what are we yo gabba gabbering about today? Well, you know, since like we are in the pandemic and since this is our first episode of the podcast, oh, I feel cheeky like we first should... episode. Cheeky, cheeky. I feel like we should talk about um, what's currently happening in our lives, being in year 12 in yeah. a pandemic. And the and fact that like we should... we're, we're like, you sorry, know, we're not the only, oh, sorry, yeah, you interrupted me. Um, <laughs> the fact that we're, you know, we're not the only year 12s. Like there's so many year 12s out there that are literally, you know, going through the same thing as us. So I feel like people are going to be like, oh, I'm going through that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's relatable and we can give some insight. Like okay. as much insight as we can give as also year 12 students, which don't really know anything at the moment. <laughs> That's the thing that we're like, we want to give you insight, but also we're also so unsure of what's happening right now. Exactly. Like, like, no, no one has any answers and it, it really sucks because like year 12 itself is terrifying. It's a terrifying time to be yeah. in. Like I've spoken to adults that have gotten out of high school and they've literally been like year 12 was the worst year of my life really yeah and we also have a pandemic yeah but that's the thing though because like that fear already of being like oh I have to go through year 12 and I have to do the HSC and all that and I have to say goodbye to my friends and I've done 13 Mm -hmm. years of school and like you know what this is it like it's gonna be sad or whatever and then imagine then being stuck at home not being able to see your friends our trials have been cancelled and replaced with assessments, which doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't, personally, I feel like for like me, I don't know if I can speak for everyone or you, but like for me, I'm like, I feel like I'm weirdly too calm about it. Like, I feel like it should be more erratic and I should be more like panicky, but I yeah. think it's just because there's a part of me that's like, it's a bit depressing. But part of me is just yeah. like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, life can't get yeah, exactly. any worse than this now. <laughs> or maybe it's just a coping mechanism where I just kind of shove everything down and be like, this is fine. You know, like the dog in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. But this is fine. I think like it's a bit of both because the teachers seem to be so much more stressed about it than we are. Like, our principal. She's so worried that we're not going to have the graduation experience. And like, honestly, I feel like me at least. I don't care that much about graduation. I just want the piece of paper to say that I go off. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing though. She keeps bringing it up. Like whenever we have meetings about it, she's just like, okay, but don't worry. You're going to have a formal. You're going to have some sort of like celebration where everyone's going to congratulate you and like send you off. And it's like, that's not the part we're scared about. We're scared about the fact that Mm -hmm. we're not going to be able to leave and like like have that like milestone being like okay we we're free now like we don't have to be exactly. in high school anymore it's like I don't I could care less about formal right now <laughs> like sure maybe if the pandemic wasn't a thing I'd be like oh formal you know but it's yeah. like you're comparing this to something that's like this right now so yeah. why do you think I would give a shit like our year 12 year is already not the way it's supposed to be and I don't understand why they're trying to cling so desperately onto traditions because it's it's just not going to be the same no matter how we try to do it it will not be the same no matter what I think that's something that a lot of people know you can't really accept I think that's why they're acting so yeah I mean I feel like some people are not great like I just don't think they're approaching this the right way and it's like really annoying to me like I'm sorry like I get it you're stressed or whatever 
but some of the questions these people are asking <laughs> in like meetings with our teachers and principals saying like I'm not gonna say it but like they ask really relevant things and it's mm-hmm. just like why are you guys so obsessed with like having things to be exactly the way you want it to be when you know that yeah. that's not gonna happen no matter how much you try like like you said before like it's not it's not gonna be that I I think it's a lot of like it's their way of trying to cope like they don't have the answers so they're trying to grasp at anything to give them a a sense of stability but me and you we're so (laughs) we've like passed that point we don't need like we're just we're just gliding through and I think we got to that point a very long time ago like before the pandemic we kind of got to a point in our lives where we were like there's nothing we can do to change what's happening so you just kind of have to flow through it and let it take you yeah well I think for us personally like I can't speak for everyone in the grade but I feel like you and I at least I think it's because what sets us apart from everyone else is the fact that like we know how to I guess generate a situation in a really emotionally mature way and that's Mm -hmm. we're able to like I guess emotionally handle it well and like we're not freaking out about it and we're not like you know it's well we are obviously like we're upset but I just feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of people, I guess, in our year 12 grade, like, they're still a bit emotionally immature and they don't know how to, like, mm-hmm. cope with, like, such big feelings like that. Like, I feel like it's because we've been through so much shit to the point where, like, if something, a situation that's, like, big happens again, we're, like, we we go back to, like, that kind of, like, place yeah. where we have, like, a really good mindset, whereas everyone else had, I don't know, can't speak for everyone's life experiences but obviously they're going to be like I don't know how to handle this so I'm just going to be really immature about it yeah and like it's it's different for everyone and people are going to cope in different ways people are going to go to protests that they shouldn't go to um just because they want to leave their house like uh look at what's going on in Afghanistan and then compare our lives you really think we are going through it especially if you preach about freedom oh my god especially if you're like I, they're like, you should see the signs that people are holding when they're going to this protest mm-hmm. saying like, um, freedom over fear or like, yeah, I do not consent as in like, they're using like the whole me too movement to compare mm-hmm. to their freedom of being at like being confined in their homes. Sexual assault's not the same thing as COVID. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you, but it's that's just not how it works. And it's just like, especially yeah. people our age that go to those protests, it's like, that is worrying to me because it's so disappointing. It is, because it's like, come on, like we're supposed to be the futures of this generation and people with mindsets like you, like I, I that, you're the reason why I have no hope for like Gen yeah. Z at least they're putting us back like 50 years with that type of ideology like well we're not taking any steps forward we're taking a hundred steps back in at least in this like it's so sad and their parents bringing their children to these protests like children that are like 10 to like eight years old and then you have like oh god it's just so annoying because like you you saw the protest yesterday right there was another one yeah and melbourne yeah. yeah But there was one in Sydney as well. They were in Broadway. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, they went to Broadway. I thought that because um, we, you know how someone in our chat said, oh, the person that mm-hmm. planned the protest has been sent to jail for eight months and stuff like yeah. that. So instantly I was like, okay, the protest is not going to go on. Mm-hmm. And then I see the news and I see literally like Broadway, like literally Broadway, like where Seymour Center is. 
they're like there's like i think at least a thousand people there like it was less than the other protests but they were marching through there like there was like a video i saw of like these policemen like forming like a line right and like pepper spraying people and then like a bunch of people like ram into them and like push them over and they're trying to like break through like that line and there's like oh. horses going like batshit crazy the horses are like <laughs> no and they're like kicking everybody <laughs> and stuff and it's like what where are you guys going where are you going like where are you trying to break through <laughs> it was so funny to see but it's like most of the people that were like fighting the policemen were just like middle-aged old men like oh no they were like so yeah embarrassing it is so embarrassing because like imagine you're you bring your kid there and your kid watches you do that <laughs> like dad what are you doing oh, daddy son, i'm just getting, a horse like <laughs> daddy's getting trampled by a police horse right now like so embarrassing jesus christ but like what i don't i don't understand what they're trying to achieve you know like they're protesting lockdown by putting us further in lockdown but that's the part that's like so hard to understand like not like for me personally it's like i think we're all asking like what are you achieving by doing this (laughs) what exactly are you gonna get out of i guess whatever freedom of speech funny enough australians don't have freedom of speech we're not in america Okay, but we do have the right to protest, but that protest was illegal. So at the end of the day, if you take a step back and just like look at yourself, look at <laughs> look at yourself walking into the protest, look at yourself making an absolute idiot out of yourself, and then ask yourself, but be like, what did I achieve today that made such a big difference in the world? I think these people think they're so fucking special. They think yeah, that look true. at me, I'm gonna be in the books and I'm gonna make a change or whatever. <laughs> But, mm-hmm. like, they will be in the history books for all of the wrong reasons. Oh, yeah. See, we're going to be in the history books because people pity us. And they're like, these poor year 12s, you know, they had to go through. Specifically. Yeah, just me and you. Renee and Rachel yeah. had to go through this. Oh, so yeah, sad. No <laughs> yeah. We should be, like, Australians of the year. Yes. We deserve that. Women supporting women. The way that we're we're the only ones that have suffered through this. No one else. <laughs> only us. Just Everyone us. Else. I'm ki- we're they, kidding. Please don't get yeah, mad at us. We're, we're completely <laughs> joking. We're we feel for you. I can imagine being like someone like not getting the joke and be like, "Are you serious? It's how just dare they? How dare I'm also experiencing My name's also Rachel, and I have gone through <laughs> this as well. Like. My contact's really funny. Oh. But yeah, it's so stupid. I hate them. Sorry, I hate you guys. Every single person that like go just has that mindset, I hate you. I'm sorry, I hate you. And you're the reason There's why no our cases it. were like 122 or something. Like it's just going up. The, the numbers are not. Best see, they're higher than that. It was like More? 688 yesterday. I said I said 822. No today, babe. No, babe. You said 120. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Play that shit back. <laughs> she knows the news. Sorry. I meant to say 822. Yeah, but just like, they are skyrocketing. They're not getting any lower. Like at this point, people that are like, I wish praying that we can get out soon. Like, bitch. Like, God can't we, help we you. Not, <laughs> we are not going to have an in-person graduation. Well, we're not we coming are not, back until like, yeah, like we're not. We're not. We're not coming back to school. We've going to be graduated by the end of September. Exactly. How's, can we just talk about that for a second? How fucking sad that is that mm-hmm. I'm never, we're never going to see our friends in a school setting ever again. 
there was and there was no goodbye the last day that we were at school the fact that we didn't even know that was the last day is so sad to me because you want you want to be able to know right you want to be able to like know okay like this is the you want something to kind of like tie everything together yeah and I'm we have a common room. I miss the common room. I miss the canteen. I miss the common room so much. Even though everyone in our grade just doesn't go in there. <laughs> I don't know why. Our grade hates us. Our um. grade hates us for some reason. I don't know. I don't know if they hate us or they find us intimidating or whatever it is. Or they think we're Wait, stinky. We're we just smell. too sexy. We're, we're too just sexy hot. Is, it, is that <laughs> it? Like, it's okay if you're jealous. Okay, see, I have such a low see, self-esteem. Again, I can't even fake being confident. <laughs> once again, we're joking. Um, we are very yeah, we're, insecure. We're joking. <laughs> We think we are the scum of the earth. Hundred um, sure percent. Not sure how everyone else feels about us. That's how we feel about us. Okay. Well, let's try to let's let's steer out of that direction then. Let's let's. Okay. I'll ask you this. I'm I'm gonna be the one asking you. Like genuinely, like I can't say. I'm not gonna say it in a way that's like the like generalized like the whole world or whatever. Or like yeah. I'm talking about within our school. And this is for everyone else here, like every everyone else, like just in a high, like in high school at the moment, mm-hmm. like. But do you like what do you feel people perceive you as, and do you because you know how people say that you pers- like the way that you kind of uphold yourself and how you present yourself is how everyone else is going to see you. But I don't think that personally, I don't think that's true because you could have like a certain like I guess aim to be like okay, I want people to see me like this. This is who I am, yeah. but. I feel like for us or like our like kind of circle of friends that we have, I feel like people don't like, it's just kind of like in a way that's like, I feel very mm-hmm. outcasted, you mm-hmm. know? So like, yeah. do you like feel that you're perceiving yourself the way that you want to be perceived? Or do you feel like people just have kind of opposite opinions, like completely just out of the spectrum? That is one of the most intelligent questions I think you've ever asked me. <laughs> we usually ask each other really disgusting things and immature I things. I described my shit to her. Yeah, earlier. yeah. So, oh, we're shit know, buddies. Like, yeah. yeah. No, Poop the out. amount of times where we FaceTimed and I've just finished doing a fat dump, mm. that's true friendship right there. So this this is a, this might take you some time to process because, like, well, yeah. Rachel actually um, has a mind. That was way too intelligent for me to grasp. I, I will let you process that for a second. But, um, like, I, I feel like I haven't actually asked you that in, like, real time, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. But, oh, I don't know. Like, firstly, I barely know how I perceive myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure that out. And I feel yeah. like so many people are trying to figure that out. Yeah. But I also feel like people don't perceive me the way I am yeah in general 100%. like I know there are so many people in our grade that see me as certain sides of myself because that's yeah. what I show them because I don't like show my whole self to many yeah. people yeah like you and maybe a couple others um but I know for a fact there's this one guy in our year he sees me a certain way. He sees me as like this sexual girl. Yeah. It's quite disgusting actually because I've known him for so long. Yeah. He sees me as a sister and yet he sees me as this sexual, sexual being. Yeah. But 
also makes fun of me for being a virgin. Like it's that sort of it's oh, that, that situation. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> me pretending that I don't know who this guy is, but I don't know exactly. <laughs> who it is, but yeah. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think to answer your question, I think that people will perceive you however they want to perceive you. Yeah. And I don't think you can ever affect how someone will perceive you. Yeah. Like because, no matter how much you try, you mean? Yeah. Like, to exactly. perceive and, a certain way. Yeah. And no matter what you say, people will take that in certain ways. Like there's also this girl in our year who I know that she wants to be seen as someone everyone likes. Mm. And so she kind of hops onto people's styles because she sees mm. that okay, they yeah. get appreciated for that type of thing. Like a people pleaser or like people, yes. you know. Yeah. And I think like because of her home life and shit, I don't want to like, I don't know her life. Yeah. But just from an outside perspective, I think because of how she was kind of raised, mm. she feels the need to please everyone around her. Yeah. And so she tries to make them her friends and yeah. then but people people don't see her like that and I think that's kind of sad it's sad because, because you go through their, yeah like exactly you, like people she, tear themselves apart mm-hmm. to just fit some sort of like mold that they they're like yeah. okay I need to be this person and for all that to just like be nothing and have like yeah. people have just like completely opposite like perceptions exactly. is like th- I, I, w- I would understand if like if she felt shit about that and I get mm. that. Yeah. I but think like that's, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think you can change how people perceive, perceive you or think about you, no yeah. matter what you do. Well, actually, when you were talking about the guy, right, mm-hmm. I, it had me kind of thinking about this kind of like issue with, I guess, women, you know, sorry, mm-hmm. I'm going to be feminist Rachel here for a second, you know, <laughs> but I feel like this, re- I feel like what I'm about to say people really 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 do not think about and as much as they might think that they raise they really don't just for the whole fact that like instead of just saying it like I will give you I guess a rundown of how I feel Mm -hmm. and then maybe you can like understand what I'm trying to put down here yeah yeah I feel like when with um certain guy friends that I have I've spoken to this mm-hmm. with another friend before. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like with guy friends that I have, so not girls, just guys that I'm friends with and nothing more. I feel like I've, I feel like because I'm so open about sexuality and I'm mm-hmm. so open about, you know, just talking about sex, you know, cause I think women should be able to talk about sex, you know, cause yeah. why not? Cause guys do it as much. I just feel like, because I'm so open about that stuff and because of just, I guess, my appearance and how people perceive me as, mm-hmm. I feel like with my guy friends, they see me as nothing but, like, that sexual yeah. being. Only that. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, nothing towards me. And I, like, this may be a bit of a stretch, but I feel like it kind of creates them, even though they're my friends, I feel like it, they kind of just see me as like, oh, I, she's that one girlfriend that I would hook up with, yeah. like my female friend. That's my yeah. friend, but I wouldn't, I would hook up with her, you know, I'd, I'd, you know. Yeah. And I find that just so frustrating for the fact that I feel like there's, to them, there's nothing more to me. They, like there's, 
no personality like haha I make you laugh sometimes but at the end of the day I'm just this like sexual being that you see because you call me a slut all the time um whenever Mm -hmm. I talk about an interaction with a guy I had you you find that like I'm like the butt of the joke when it comes to Mm -hmm. like sexual stuff it's like oh Rachel would so root this guy or like yeah yeah and the thing is like if a guy came to them and they were talking about their sexual exploits yeah boys would like cheer them on they'd go yeah yeah, that's sick like that was cool there would be no way they'd call them a man whore or like no but that's the thing though like even if they did know that their friend was a man whore they'd never acknowledge it they would exactly. still encourage them and still be like, you know what? Fist bump, dude. That's sick. <laughs> but when it's a girl, when it's like, I have not had many sexual experiences, right? But when I'm like comfortable to the point where I'm like, I want to be able to tell my guy friend about this because he's a mm-hmm. guy and maybe he can give me advice or whatever. Or just for the fact that like, not even that you're a guy, that you're my friend. And I want to be able yeah. to tell you guys these things. And it's like, I, I open up just even like a little bit and then like, like the first thing like I say about it, it's like you know you get like shot at with like stuff that's yeah. like oh like you whore you slut like I mm. bet you liked that or like you know and like when when conversations have nothing to do with it they're just like you know oh my god remember that one time that Rachel yeah. did this to, with a guy yeah. or like you know like they never let you live it down and I feel like it's not just with me I feel like there's so many other people like you were yeah. defined by your sexual experiences even if you've had little to none you can be a virgin mm-hmm. and people will still be like oh you are a kinky bitch you probably like being suspended <laughs> up in the air and spun around naked yeah but like I think it's really interesting because those friends you're talking about I've known them since I was like a kid and I have always been very open with them about that type of thing too yeah even when I was younger like yeah because you want to be able to yeah I knew way too much stuff and I was like talking to them about it yeah but the thing is those boys in particular that you're talking about they have never sexualized me in that way because they still see me as the kid from like kindergarten yeah and I think that is so interesting because it we is. are the same in that way. Like we talk we about are. that stuff very openly. And I know and you are just as sexually open as I am as well, which is the thing. Like there's, there's not, there's not a big like <laughs> yeah. difference. Yeah. Well, you know what's, I mean, so hearing you speak about that, like the fact that like they've known you for so long and I had a thought and it just I was gonna build. I was gonna build up. That thought if I just spoke about it, it would come back to me. Uh, I, I was thinking about something as you were saying that about how you were, you know, like you. They've known you for a really long time, yeah. and yet they still. Oh, okay. I, it came back to me. <laughs> um. So, and like, let's just say, like metaphorically, you know, you mm-hmm. you tell these guys, like, you know, hey, I had this experience with someone, and it was sexual. Yeah. I feel like those friends you're talking about they would get mad or like angry or whatever because you've broken out of that little sister kind of like your yeah. child thing and I feel like some guy friends they do get a bit like kind of mad about that Possessive. like oh you're not you're not that little girl that I remember yeah. you to be like I've had an experience before where I told um a guy friend that I've known for a really long time about I was like hey like you know I'm 
gonna go see someone tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go to his house and we're gonna have a good time or whatever and like I was wasn't explicitly giving him details but you know he I was hinting towards certain things and mm-hmm. he knew what I was talking about and he was really just really unsupportive in a way that was just like he said things to me like you don't know what you're doing you know <laughs> you're gonna you're what I hope you know that what you're doing is stupid like like I was like you know not knowledgeable yeah and like that I was stupid and naive and he was like you're gonna get hurt you're gonna do this and that oh like you're gonna become someone that you don't want to be like you're gonna be a, a whore or whatever like that <laughs> that's what I was hearing yeah. you know in my ears yeah it wasn't even the fact that like it didn't come from a place of I want you to be safe it came from yeah. a place of like that's disgusting why yeah. are you doing that and he kept being like don't go don't go don't go but the thing is, regardless if you are going to regret it or make mistakes or something might go wrong, you need to figure that out for yourself. And you need to experience like, that for yourself. Exactly. Because otherwise you're just going to go around wondering and being scared of what could happen. Yeah. And I understand where he's coming from. Like he's trying to protect you. But the thing is, you need to let your friends be their own person and figure yeah. shit out for themselves. I mean, protecting comes to a certain extent. There is yeah. there are boundaries to that shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Certain boundaries. And it's like, I'm and like, you know, I just wanted to be like, you know, I'm sorry that I'm not that that little girl yeah. you think that I am. Because funny enough, like he before I brought that up, up to him, like in our friendship, like basically it was him always being like, haha like you've had no experience like you don't know Mm -hmm. what you're talking about like I've done more than you have like not even but that's but I'm being like dead serious when I say like that's how they phrase it like I've done more than you have so you need to take my word for everything but if that's the case how you how is this person your friend whatever that you're trying to protect from how are they going to grow from those experiences if they don't experience it themselves you know and funny enough I didn't regret it nothing went wrong (laughs) and I told him and he was so bitter about it part of me felt like maybe he wanted something to go wrong so I would come Mm. running back to him and he'd be like see what I told you look what I told you and look what happened I was right you were wrong and I think he was bitter of the fact that you know what I had a great time and everything he said didn't happen he was wrong and he's you know doesn't like being wrong I don't know maybe it's a guy thing maybe they don't like being wrong yeah, I think it's like a control thing. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of guys, they're your friends, so they can have that possession. Like, something over you a little bit. That's so like, fucked up when you say it like that, but it's, like, kind of true. But it, it's true. Like, it comes to a point, there are very little male friends that you'll make that don't want to hold something over you or don't want you to be in, like, a certain position. Like, men... Mm generally like to be dominant because that's how they've been raised and so they'll go into any relationship thinking that and like that's just how society has kind of like put them in that position yeah and I just like I mean it's sad especially when they're like not even a spouse or a partner it's the fact that they're your friends and like that it kind of creates like a I don't know. To me, it feels like really uncomfortable. I feel like it kind of makes it this weird relationship then. Mm -hmm. It's like not like a friendship. It's like this weird like kind of, I don't know. Because I feel like, let's be honest here. Every girl that's had a guy friend 
or every guy that's had a girlfriend, even though you're strictly friends, you've you've had thoughts yeah. about them. Yeah. Let's be honest. And yeah. I, and especially it tends to be with guys more. Like that's I, I feel like a lot of guys can back me up on that, you know? Like that's not mm-hmm. me being like targeting guys, but like, you know, I've asked guys before and been like, is it true? Like I've just straight up asked them, like, you know, like, oh, have you ever thought of me in this light? Or have you ever thought about this girl who's supposed to be your friend? Yeah. Have you ever thought of 100%? Like most of the time, it's like 99.9% of the time where they're like, oh yeah, I've pictured her in this way, <laughs> even though I yeah. know it's wrong. And it's like thinking about that, it makes you kind of feel like, wow, so there's really nothing to me, is there? Like <laughs> that kind of comes back to the, my, yeah. my whole kind of like, oh, I feel like my guy friends only see me as like this stupid girl yeah. that likes to sleep around. And I, hmm. I barely slept around, must I say. <laughs> but then again, even if you're a virgin, you can ex- still experience that kind of sexual yeah. harassment. And I'm sorry yeah. to put it that way, but that is sexual harassment, you know? Like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. dictating people and being, like, you're a for this and that. You're a, and, like, just really going over the line. Because I know that you've experienced having guy friends just say really out-of-line <laughs> things to you. Yeah. Like, really over the top. <laughs> <laughs> like shit that could put someone maybe in maybe in jail just yeah, for like a little bit but that's what i'm saying like maybe yeah. it's a form of sexual harassment even if it's just verbal like catcalling it's like one of those yeah. things but when you kind of cross the line with your female fr- i feel like us female friends especially for guys we want we want to be protected in a way that's like you're going to be there for us but you're yeah. not going to p- have us on a leash you know constantly yeah. but you're going to be there for us throughout all of our experiences yeah, and you're not going to judge us for certain things that happen to us. Oh, I feel like, like we can't escape judgment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, in this this type of, like, thing, like, judgment is just, like, yeah. there constantly. And that's, I feel like you and I, especially, like, without guy friends, I feel like we're, like, judgment is one of the worst things ever. Like, in, when it mm. comes to that, like, <sighs> I think I'm, I'm, like, I'm reliving it. There was a time... Oh my god. Okay. I'm not gonna mention names, but I really have to say this to you. I don't know if yes. I've told you this, but there was a time where I was with a bunch of guy friends and w- there was a female there. There was a girlfriend there. And I remember, I don't know how the conversation sparked in that direction, but you know, it kind of came to the topic about like me with a guy and just like me just uh-huh. you know having relations with a guy. And I remember like they all of them, I'm not going to mention the the amount of number, but I will say that the ratio to men and women were, <laughs> um, they started being like, you are a fucking slut. You're a whore. You like this and then you like that. And you are a whore if you do. Oh, I bet you like big cock. I like, <laughs> I, I bet you like big dick. And I, like, I, I bet you're kinky in this way, whatever. And I just sat there and I was silent. And I didn't yeah. try to defend myself. I just let them shoot it at me. Yeah. And the thing is, like, with these particular groups, it's like, usually you'd be like, haha, very funny. You know, like, that's funny, mm-hmm. whatever, to laugh it off, I guess, and like make sure they shut up. But like, you know, that particular time, I was just like, didn't really bother. And like, the female mm-hmm. friend was there and she was like listening to the whole thing. And she got, she's usually the type of person that wouldn't get mad. Yeah. But I've never seen her like even like this much mad and she mm. got really upset at them and she was like guys stop like that she just went guys stop and they did it and they kept going at it going at it because 
I don't know to them because they saw that I wasn't laughing I wasn't saying anything and I was just sitting there yeah. but but they kept going because I feel yeah, like they like thought, why did but, they do that but I think the reason why they kept going is just because like they're like if I keep keep doing it I'll get some sort of reaction or like it'll be less awkward yeah. and then it got to a point where she was like oi stop it like that and they were like oh shit sorry and then I got up and I walked out of the room because I was I was like on the verge of tears and I went to the bathroom and then she went after me and she was like, you know, mad. She was like, oh my God, I can't believe they do that to you. <laughs> and then I stayed in the bathroom and she went out and then I came back out and she told me, she goes, oh, one of them came up to me and asked me and said, is Rachel okay? And she got mad and she goes like, the fact that like it took them asking her and yeah. not coming up to me. Yeah. The- it just it was so cowardly and and she was like oh just don't joke about those things she doesn't like it and then when I came out of the bathroom they apologized well one of them not all of them, only one of them apologized to me and I said no it's fine I know you're joking that's what I said but it's like it was like imagine just a bunch of voices just kind of like <laughs> at you at one time and the fact that like they didn't even apologize to you. like they they didn't realize that you were upset until they exactly. asked your friend it, if they were upset yeah. it takes them till like five minutes later and they yeah. go oh wait maybe that wasn't such a great thing to do is that not like, like a, a reoccurring guy thing yeah like, like that especially with them <laughs> yeah. like I know who you're talking about especially with them that well, happens quite a lot some yeah but it's just that like that's the thing though like Oh, I hear like audio glitching. Maybe that's just me. Um, but especially with like, oh, I'm like talking and like things go gobble gobble. It sounds it, like I can't hear it. So oh, you're it's fine. probably just my. It's probably just mine. But like, what was I gonna say? It was um yeah, because like I know you know who I'm talking about. But like, I feel like with them especially like some guys, um, they kind of have like this thing where it's like they haven't emotionally matured. To the point where they can be like, spot, okay, yep. I, I can read this person yeah. and I know what I've done wrong. What's shittier is that, like, personally, they have they have the short end of the stick. That I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because some guys know when they've done wrong but choose not to acknowledge it. Yeah. But it's like when pe- when guys genuinely don't know, I feel like I don't have, I feel like I don't have the right to be mad at them because I, I feel yeah. like I'm going to be yelling at a fucking child. Like, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm calling out a child. That's not right. He's just a child. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why I'm like, always, I've never brought it up with them. Or even if I have, like, never. Like, I'm just like, you know what? It's like, there's no point. Like, there's no point in me doing yeah. it. Because I'm never going to fully acknowledge. What if I called exactly. you a dick small in front of you? What would you do? <laughs> Literally, well, what like if that's... I said, like, I'll be like, oh, you probably can't even please a girl. Like, you probably, like, shit in bed. Your your tiny wee-wee wah-wah is probably, like, this small. But, like, (laughs) I have never fucking... I have never talked about their private parts. But they, (laughs) like, other guys have. Yeah. And I know they've done it to you as well. And that's that's the thing. Like, they've never experienced something like that. So they will never understand what it feels like to be degraded in that way. And they, for some reason, think you like it because, like, you're open <laughs> about you sex. Think I like it. Exactly. But, like, you're open about sex. Yeah. So, surely you are okay to feel degraded about by it. And, like, 
feel shameful like oh you like to feel shameful oh it's it's like a thing for but you. here's the thing I love that you know in the bedroom not by my yeah. guy friends like come on yeah, exactly. because I know that there's like you know when guys kind of like make those comments but it's like in the back of your head you have that thing that's like there's some truth stemming from it mm. they may be being like haha it's a joke or whatever but you feel like you know what maybe yeah. they're they're actually like this is how they feel and like they want to yeah, say they wouldn't be they wouldn't be saying it if they didn't believe it a little bit just even a tiny bit like I, I own yeah. it when I do that yes there are some truths behind it are you <laughs> kidding me like I'm doing whatever I can because I'm too pu- I'm too much of a pussy to say it to your face mm. because I love you like I love my friends and I would do anything for my friends I sound two-faced what <laughs> <laughs> But, like, yeah, I get what you mean. It's just, I don't know. Being friends with teenage boys is so hard. Yeah. Because, like, it is scientifically proven that they mature slower than women. And I don't want to be that chick that's like, oh, women are better than men because they're just more intellectual. But at this point in our lives, we can handle shit that men can't. And it's hard for them to grasp certain things Mm. and because of the way we are treated by society and by our fellow peers, we yeah. are forced to grow up quicker than men. And that and that's the truth. That is the truth. Yeah. Because of how the world's dangerous for women, you know, it is. And that's why we're forced to be like, we have to grow up faster. Yeah. We have to. To protect ourselves. To protect and ourselves. Men, yeah. Like men just don't, men have a luxury of, being able to lie in bed and go to sleep without thinking about the dangers of the world, you know. They can go out at night like, and they don't have to worry ex- about keeping their car keys in between their knuckles. Exactly. And like, I don't as you were saying whole- that, as you were yeah. saying that, like, I could just hear the groans and the eye rolling mm-hmm. of men. I know. And sorry, like, I know there's going to always be people who might, who, let's just say they might listen to this and they'll be like, stupid women, how dare you always <laughs> put the blame on us? we're not we're not putting the blame on you it's just so frustrating it's like you know when I was listening to you hear it like in my mind I was thinking like oh my god like it's so frustrating that there's going to be men out there who who might listen to this conversation and just be like just not listen you know like truly listen and truly be like she's upset because something is happening to her but the fact that some men have the audacity to just be like make it about themselves and be like, mm. your feelings are invalid. Mm. And stop blaming me or for whatever. I'm like, oh, why? Oh, the famous statement, why should I apologize if I didn't do it? Exactly. And like, you may not have. And, but like, you're involved in this culture of. And you stand back and you watch your friends do it. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't want to turn this conversation into like bashing men. All men do horrible things. Yeah, we like- love men. I, I love men me? I've got it down bad for men like I love men yeah but you guys need and to acknowledge when you're being shitty exactly and it's very hard for them to take themselves off that pedestal yeah it just feels like we're constantly like being shunned in silence like we're not allowed mm. to be emotional about it you know yeah yeah and when you when you get into an argument and you cry about it like that's oh my god they that- they've won <laughs> I just yeah, thought about. I know. Yeah. Okay. When you cry, you know you've lost because then they think you're just being like an emotional bitch or and you're, you're dramatic or something. 
I'm, I'm not generalizing all men, just like one specifically in my head that I'm thinking about at the moment. Yep, I, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and like you, you feel like you have to be stoic. I f- think I said that word wrong. Um, and then have all the facts and be able to yeah, back yeah. yourself up with like articles. And if you can't do that, then oh, you're stupid, you're, you're bitch. Yeah, you, you don't have stupid, a say. And then what you're what you're saying has no like value to them yeah because yeah. you don't like know everything but why can't okay and i understand that sometimes maybe statistics or proof or what statistics mm. statistics yeah, shout statistics. out to timothy shall we? um <laughs> why can't <laughs> why can't like emotional part like why can't like things that we've experienced why isn't that proof enough exactly why and why and does it have to like, be like you want me to pull out a fucking graph and be like this 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 and like i i have it on me at all times so whenever i have a conversation <laughs> with a guy i'm just gonna be like well like yeah like if we've experienced that surely that's proof enough that you should listen to us but the thing is what? if we be like okay this has happened to me before do you know how many mm-hmm. times where someone would be like no no it's you're wrong. wrong no it didn't <laughs> like they fucking gaslight you and they're like yeah. no it didn't you're wrong that never happened to you it's like no, I'm no, best no, friends with him he would never do that <laughs> this conversation is just going into so many words right now yeah so like that's probably... true yeah. that is very true like oh mm. i've known this guy for ages he would never <laughs> i love that like, guy i've known him longer i know he's not a great guy Stop I know his mother, is. okay? <laughs> his mother's a great person, so that means he's a good person. Like, they I know his family anything. life. Like father, like son. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. We should move along. Let's I feel like along. we're getting into some, yeah, we're getting into some really bad policemen, lawyers. <laughs> FBI do not listen to us right now. I do not want to be sued. But, like, that's true. I feel like we, us women, do have our experiences invalidated. Even if they're, like, 100% true, there will always be someone yeah. that's going to be, like, no, you're you're probably making it up for your attention. You're probably lying or, like, you know, fucking gaslight you. But, like, nope, that never happened. No. See, like, we're joking about it now, but there are people that do that. They just go, <laughs> no, that never happened. That's, like, me being, like, I felt, like, me falling down and scraping my knee, and I go up to you and I show you, like, the wound in my knee, and I go, I just fell out there. And you being, like, looking at the wound, no, you and be like, no. <laughs> no, you did not. No, you're a liar. You're a liar. Like, and also, if it's not bad enough, that will give them reason to believe you less. Like, for example, if I broke my arm, and you just scraped your knee, they would be more likely to believe me. Yeah. Because, like, it hurts more. It's more effective. My like, arm it is mangled. Me more. Exactly. And, yeah. like, people talk about it in the media. Like, lots of girls get their arm broke. Yeah, and they, like, but they think, oh, because one one's more visible than the other. It's like, I'm going to invalidate yeah. this other person, even though they've gone through a similar experience. Yeah. Because it doesn't fit their stereotype or it, it doesn't yeah. fit what they deem injuries to be. Yes. <laughs> Drink that juice, baby girl. I love orange juice. Orange juice over apple juice any day. I agree. Apple juice drinkers, you're going to hell. There's no other oh, way. I feel like it. I shouldn't do that. 
What did you do? I did oh, I don't, I don't know who's going to watch this. I don't, I don't, that's not like a bad thing to do. I don't know. I feel like even me swearing is a bit of a stretch, you know? Yeah. That's, I, but like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a tough world out there. I feel like <laughs> it's, a tough world, it's a tough world out there. You know, it's, we still got a long it's rough way sometimes. to go. We've got a long yeah. way to go. But that's only true, young. We still have a very long way to go. That's true, and that scares the shit out of me. It's scary because like you're telling me I'm gonna be fifty, and like some kid can come up to me who's who's got who's a dick, and just like you slut whore. I'm like, sir, I am fifty. <laughs> One day I'm gonna be eighty. Like, one day I'm gonna I? be eighty. <laughs> but here's the thing, though, we're gonna be old wrinkly prunes one day. But gilf porn is a thing. No matter what, if you're a woman, you still get sexualized. No matter Actually, all, yeah, that's true. And you know how, like, some guys have fetishes for older women. I think I'm really stretching it here. <laughs> you know how some guys have like things for older women, right? It's like, oh, no matter we can what, never we do, escape we societal escape. sexualization. We can't. I mean, good for the grandmas, you know, because like some grandmas like like that because it's like, oh, young guy, give me attention. All right, I watched this like documentary of this like this guy who goes for older women and like but he had goes for like he has like five of them are like the same time. So like on Monday he'll go see Barbara, on Tuesday he'll go see Daria. Oh <laughs> the Ra Ra's <laughs> Ra. See, this started off like mildly sad, but then it kind of went like, we were in a very strange direction at the moment. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, I guess that's I guess that's how these things work. We don't know. We have no experience. This is the first yeah. episode. Okay, we have no. Yeah, we don't know. It's like the next episode might be even stranger. Who knows? It might be. It might be. I, I feel like we have like a like an iceberg. You know, where it's like, yes, we start off at the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. And we start getting to really fucked up shit. <laughs> start mm-hmm. going down to down. I feel like, let's be honest though, what we've talked about, it's not even like the worst of it. I feel like there's so much more worse we things. We could talk about worse shit. <laughs> we could talk about like horrible, trigger warning, you know, like we could talk yeah, about definitely. like some, yeah. Oh my God. Who knows if we'll do that though? Who knows? Who knows? That's, that's a secret we'll never tell. XOXO. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Have you watched the new Gossip Girl se- season? I saw the ad for it and it looks really bad. It is horrible. It looks How really bad. I'm addicted to it. Like, I feel it like a lot of so shows bad. are like that. I feel like, yeah. Yeah, but this takes the cake. I oh, can't believe really? it's a HBO show and it is as bad as it is. Oh, I like have so much like, oh, for HBO, you know? I know. Like they make really good shit, but then sometimes they just don't. Sometimes they just really like you got Euphoria and then you got Gossip Girl. Like Yeah. And like I'm not saying that the original season was the best thing in the world. Hmm. But this at they could have at least hired people that could act. Oh. Um, and have enjoyable voices. Yeah, um, I feel like when an actor is like really good but has a really annoying voice, like that really improves mm-hmm. it. I'm sorry, just ruins it. Also, okay, let's move on to some lighthearted stuff. You know who I've my celebrity celebrity crushes at the moment? <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> I 
don't know why it's you know those people that like you are like oh I wouldn't usually go for you but you're like weirdly attractive you know (laughs) I've been called weirdly attractive (laughs) me too it's like but like fetishized it sounds like you know different things but like yeah I forgot his name I think it's Curran Walters he plays um Robin in Titans (laughs) he's the one that kind of looks like young blood in a way yeah Bob, it's fucking young blood. Sorry. But <laughs> I don't know why. At first, I was like, Wait. not into him. Go back. The Australian Robin or the one that's <laughs> the, 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 the other the tiny Robin. Robin? Who's like the little spicy one that's like really. Oh, the new one. The new one that like replaces yeah, yeah. the old Robin, you know? Yeah, and he's, he's like... kind of like funky looking. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that was my first thought. I was just like, mm, like, not my cup of tea, you know? And then, yeah. like, for some, I started stalking his Instagram, started watching, you know, like, when you start liking a celebrity, you just, like, mm-hmm. it starts off as really small, you're like, okay, I'll just, like, watch a few YouTube videos about them, yeah. oh, I'll just, like, look at this interview about them, and, like, now I have, I feel like I have, like, not even, like, a crush, it's, like, a weird sort of fascination towards him, <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know, he, like, listens to this, and he's, like, <laughs> I hate my life. In what world would he listen to this? <laughs> just imagine how funny it would be. Like, imagine I'll, I'll if you send it to about him on Instagram. <laughs> DM him the link on Instagram. But imagine yeah. someone talking about you in that way. How sad. I would fucking kill myself if someone talked to me. <laughs> Friend, you can't say that on here. Sorry, I mean, everything we say on here is completely a joke. Yes. Except um, political for legal reasons. For <laughs> legal reasons, everything we say is not real. For legal reasons, everything we say that may sound threatening to ourselves is not real. <laughs> it is completely satire. Please don't lock me up again. I, I can't go through that pain and torment again. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't want to go through that place again. Um, not the rubber Rata. room. Not the rubber room. I'm so happy. Literally us in every single day at school. Hey, are you sad? You're not allowed to be sad. Huh? I just neighed by accident. Bojack, stop. <laughs> this is took a strange turn. <laughs> la, 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 la. La, la, la. How long has this podcast been? I'm not sure, but I was just thinking it could be a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Not because I don't love to talk to you, but I feel like we're getting into um areas that should enjoyable to that, listen to. I know. I feel like I feel like when we talk about political stuff, it's, like, to some people that may be, like, too much already, you know? So, like, if we mm-hmm. go further than that, you guys will be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and if, if we start talking about Bojack Horseman, we will Oh, never there will be some tears shed. And too much self-reflection comes in that. So, way too much. Too, too much self- self-reflection. No. I don't feel like self-reflecting today. I felt like shitting on men today. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. Sorry, man. Wow, so that was... Renee, that was our first episode of Toothache. How do you feel? Why do I want to cry? I feel really happy. I, I love you, like best friend. An, I love you, best friend. We I should like end each one with us saying, "Let love me each finish." Other. Okay, <laughs> please let me speak. <laughs> I don't love you anymore. I'm so keep. I feel like shut up. I feel like <laughs> this is <laughs> an accomplishment. Like. This is something we've kind of been working towards but not really pursuing for a lot of our friendship. And, like, we're finally there. At that we're point. actually finally think, doing it. Yeah, it's, like, very admirable. 
I mean, the podcasts that we've done in the past, like recorded, they're not podcasts, they're us. It's really just us talking to each other. <laughs> but it's also us like talking about some really fucked up things that we just can't <laughs> simply share to the world. And I'm sorry if some people are like, oh, tell me, what is it? No, we cannot. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe if we get comfortable, we'll just like slowly just kind of like strip off the first layer. But like some of the things that we have discussed on film. Yeah. Is just not only fucked up, but kind of problematic. Extremely we problematic. Children, and yeah, we said some really bad stuff. We didn't think before we spoke. Don't worry. We didn't say the N word or anything. If that's no, what people like, are saying. No. But as in like. Nothing that fucked up. Nothing that fucked up. We're not that fucked up. But just like stuff that it's like, oh, if you listen back to it now, you're like, who is that? I wish I never said that. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's shit that if I heard another, if I heard a 14 year old say it, I'd be like, mm, let me educate yeah. you a little bit. <laughs> Sit down, bitch. Let me educate you. <laughs> let me tell you why that is not a right thing to say. Yeah. Well, at least we've grown. And I'm very happy we did this first episode. I'm very proud of us. Me too. Pat's on the back. Well, so thank you everyone for listening because this is actually the first time we're actually going to like share something on social yeah. media. So it's weird because usually we'd end it as in like, you know, we'd be like, oh, no one's got to listen to this, but who knows? Even if it's two people at the end of the day, that is someone listening. Yeah. Hello, those two people. Hello, those two. There will be only two people, let's be honest. Yeah. And who knows if they even listen to the whole thing. Yeah, they're probably like skipping in segments and then they'll hear like the sh- <laughs> us shitting on men part and they'll be like, what the fuck? No, was, I hate no, Don't man. listen to Toothache. Toothache sucks. I hate women. Should we end it with a with a special song? Yeah. That we, that we be, make? Will it be a duo or solo? I, I'll start it off with the instrumental and maybe you can like, you know. Okay, I'll bring in the vocals. Yeah, okay. Thank you, everybody. You've been a great audience. Apparently, I don't know the meaning of rhythm right now, but I just gotta say, I really love everyone that you do this podcast. You're sexy. Thanks, guys. Yeah. That was a beautiful conclusion well thank you all so much for listening and tuning in hopefully we'll see you guys next time this has been too this thick. has been too thick <laughs> <laughs>